0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation Certified Instructor and Resiliency Expert, helping people to think, speak, and act positively through the many and varied challenges of life. You can find out more about me and this interview at my website, which is Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L.com. I have an amazing guest today, someone who lives by me here. And I'm in Mississauga, just outside of Toronto in Canada. And James is uh, someone who is a Canadian as well. James Ert is the visionary and founder of Dynamo Entrepreneur, Joyzone Inc. and Fitness Star International, which are innovative, socially responsible organizations dedicated to guiding people of all ages in fitness, nutrition, and inspiration with leading-edge products, speaking events, and workshops. James has proven time and time again that he has the perseverance, resourcefulness, and vision required to meet the greatest of challenges. He now shares his story of overcoming addictions, negative environments, spinal surgery, and near-death situations as a young man with others to support and inspire them on their own life path and evolutionary journey. He is very actively involved in philanthropy and chooses to give back on a global scale. Through his practical real-world, real-world guidance, team shows others how to find the passion, courage, strength, and most importantly, the available resources to live out their dreams with purpose while contributing to a better world in the process. His main focus is to guide others to become their best selves personally and professionally in the now so that they too can support their own circle of influence with leading by example. James will support you with valuable tips, tools, and some of his best success secrets, inspiring joy, abundance, and healthy, active living. Welcome to the show today, James.
1: Thank you kindly, Mr.
0: Cunningham, for that
1: warm welcome. It's an honor to be on the show today.
0: And uh, yes, you and I are uh, somewhat uh, neighbors. Uh, Now, first of all, let's start off because I'm not always great at this, so I made a point to get better. Let's tell people where they can find you, right, to start off. Yeah, your web, very, simple. Your, very, very simple
1: outside of, uh, you know, Mississauga, you know, the home that we both share and love so dearly. Uh, online, you can find me at jamesert.com. That's J-A-M-E-S-E-R-D-T.com, jamesert.com in the contact form. Or my professional project, which is dynoentrepreneur.com just how it sounds.
0: I love that website, by the way, Dynamo Entrepreneur. Extremely well done. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a work in progress. I, uh, yeah. I like the parallax design. Uh, I like how it's done extremely well. Thank and you. all websites are good. All websites should uh, be a work in design uh, all the time. They should be evolving. And so I love that one. I'm just Thank you. Thank James- you. Ooh, you got some great designers. James- yeah. Look at the jameserdwan.com. com. Sweet. Nice. All right, James, let's start off. You have. Quite an amazing story with empowering messages of never giving up, it's never too late, and you can achieve anything you focus on. You talk openly about past challenges, and this fits in right in with my definite purpose in life, your life obstacles and overcoming demons and your speaking engagements. Uh, uh, Share a little bit about your life story and hardships as a young man and uh, what led you to consciously turn it all around.
1: Well, thank you, Tom, for for allowing me to share. And, uh, you know, I'll start off by uh, I'm not glamorizing uh, my story in any way, shape or form. It's shared to inspire positive and proactive decisions for those that are considering, you know, or, or are currently involved in some of the decisions I made as a young man. So I have a, a sincere passion and authentic and genuine passion for helping at-risk kids Mostly between the ages of 12 to 17 before they step into adulthood. Uh, probably about 70% males. It's kind of where I resonate with most, um, and 30% females. However, they're all kids. I call them, you know, good kids, bad choices. And I happen to be one of those kids. So up until the age of 16, I, you know, I was a good student. I was a great artist. I had, you know, a couple girlfriends. Not all at once, of course. But uh, you know, I was a good student. And uh, then it all changed with what seemed to be a a minor decision at the time, it turned out to be a major life-altering and uh, horrifying choice. And I smoked my first joint of marijuana, and then another, and then it led to acid, lube, hash, mushrooms, et cetera, and and, uh, it's pretty accessible in school, in high school in those days. And all the cool kids were doing it. Sadly, that's what I thought was cool. Uh, Led to grades slipping, skipping school, hanging out downtown, crime, violence. Uh, more drugs than I discovered, raving. I'm sure some of the listeners mm-hmm. have heard of the phenomenon in the 90s. I had two rave companies and made a small fortune and have nothing to show for it. Um, worst of all, I, uh, when I was 17, I made a choice uh, with my girlfriend at the time to cash a forged check of her father's and they were waiting for me at the bank was charged as a juvenile, as a 17-year-old. However, I was convicted as an 18-year-old, and I went to prison on my 18th birthday on a range of bikers. So not a lot of fun. However, uh, you know, that's where the University of the Streets began, and it led to a downward spiral for the next 10 years uh, up until I was 30. uh, I was still hopelessly addicted to substance abuse. Four of my friends, including my best friend, uh, died over... Um, a span of six years from drug abuse uh, and drug overdose. And one friend who was actually my cellmate in prison, he was shot from uh, somebody collecting money for drugs. Uh, It wasn't uh, supposed to happen, but a gentleman uh, shot him through a door and the bullet ricocheted into his heart. And now that person is in jail for life and my buddy's gone. So uh, outside of all the craziness, uh, by the time I was 30, I, you know, Turned my life around. I had a pretty life-altering moment, an aha moment, uh, where I was overdosing myself, and my daughter came up to me and she said, "Dad, you're either going to end up dead, or you're going to end up in jail." And it hit me like a light bulb, and I quit cold turkey, and I've been clean now for almost 14 years, doing good, doing good, and living well, and empowering people. And you know, I got a job as a personal trainer. I went from personal trainer to master trainer, to elite trainer, to fitness manager, to being nominated for fitness manager of the year, to being nominated for Canadian personal trainer of the year, to being the largest revenue generating trainer in the history of the biggest fitness company in Canada. And then I won the Canadian motivational speaker talent search, which was the door of opportunity to move into this space, the personal development industry.
0: Nice. Uh... Tell, now it's an amazing recovery from just the challenges and the jail and the addictions. That enough would have been enough of a story. But share with our listeners how you got started in your different businesses, Joyzone, Fitness Star International, and now Dynamo Entrepreneur, because now you recovered, but now you're like really making an impact on the world with these uh, different businesses. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the main point
1: uh, of that to answer your question before I get into that is it's never too late. You mentioned it earlier. It's a message that, you know, I, I live by and I live in the now. This is the only moment that we'll have. This is, this is the moment that exists and this is the moment that you choose whether you make this a bad moment or a good moment and you connect one good moment to the next good moment to the next moment. You can change your life consciously in hyperspeed and the better you get at it, You know, you can stay there. And the longer you stay there, you live a life of joy and a life of of peace and contentment. And it's it's, it's not as challenging as many think. We just get programmed into these negative spirals of complaining and excusitis, you know, and, uh, you know, just going into a bad negative state the second we step out of bed because of, because of, because of playing the victim role, the poor me role. Well, get over it. Get over your crap, get over your own b s and uh take responsibility for your life and that 's exactly what I did i uh, chose after making uh pretty much over a million dollars in personal training sales for someone else uh for a number of different companies. I decided to put it into my own pockets, and that's where joy zone began and It was a company that was founded uh to support others in well being well being and awareness it was a fusion. Of the the body and the mind with the soul, the soul and the and the heart and the spirit. And at the time in 2006, the the new age uh, era was just beginning, uh, which really resonated with me because no religion, no one religion in particular, you know, I gravitated towards whatsoever. So this started to make sense when I started reading authors like Eckhart Tolle, Wayne Dyer. Uh, you know, the the Dalai Lama, uh, uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks, you know, all these kinds of new age spiritual gurus, we'll call them, for lack of a better word, visionary thought leaders. It started to really make sense for me that, uh, you know, the universe really has our best interests in mind, providing we're open to listening, listening and being guided. And then uh, Joyzone was my first, uh, you know, go at working as an entrepreneur And, you know, the ups and downs of being a new entrepreneur uh, was pretty cool. So that, in top of working in the personal training field and working for gyms, you know, I I went from, you know, being in jail when I was 18 to making just over six figures as somebody who doesn't have three letters behind my name. I took a three-day course. I did two weeks of home study. I became certified as a personal trainer. And then I applied myself. So what I learned was the power of resourcefulness. Tony Robbins says it best, You know, it's not about the resources you have, it's how resourceful you are. And I live by that and I teach it, I share it, this is the absolute best day ever in the history of humankind to become an expert. The tools are so easy and so accessible and so inexpensive nowadays, as long as you know where to find them and apply yourself a little bit to learn how to use them or grab a mentor or two. Uh, you can change. You can create miracles nowadays with the Internet. So then I moved on into a company called Fitness Star International. And uh, I started competing myself uh, when I was still with Joyzone. I wanted to see uh, the other end of the scale. I went from being extremely unhealthy from the ages of 15 to 30 to the epitome of health. Uh, after seven years, every cell in your body regenerates. So I've uh, now regenerated a couple times and uh, feeling like a million bucks. What I've done is uh, I took that health and well-being uh, to the stage. And, uh, you know, as an adult competitor, I started competing in physique competitions, fitness modeling competitions at the time. It was very early days where it wasn't, you know, the big bodybuilders of the drug era, and it wasn't the skinny minis of the fashion world. It was the fitness modeling world, and it resonated with me. So I placed second in my first competition, uh, third in my competition thereafter, I did a couple more uh, competitions on the Canadian scale, and then I had to have spinal surgery, Uh, so I had four blown discs, uh, one ruptured disc, and uh, some severe sciatica, which crippled me for a little while, and I had to rebound through that, got back on stage again, and I did it through nutrition the next time versus uh, weights, uh, lighter weights, more nutrition-based. Uh, had some really great results, and then I just couldn't compete anymore because it was too hard on my body. So I wanted to give it back to others, the discipline that it takes to step on stage. My hat's off to anyone ever who's ever done that before. And if you haven't, it's a wonderful experience because you get the best of both worlds. You get the discipline world, and then after the show's over, you remember how awesome it is to eat. <laughs> eat proper, uh, you know, cheat foods, <laughs> you know, to go out and have a good time cheating a little bit, you know and obviously in moderation, and uh, basically it inspired me to open up a magazine, a fitness magazine, a fitness network, a uh, uh, model search that took me all the way to India, I held Fitness Star Model Search India, and I've actually finalized a buyout offer uh, four days ago now, it uh, was sold on January 15th, 2015, I accepted an offer, and a Got the last check four days ago, so I've moved on into my new brand, Dynamo Entrepreneur, which you know of, Tom, and it's about living well and doing good and supporting entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, internet marketers, coaches, experts, gurus, to be, you know, to have a place to go, which is a one-stop shop for everything and anything they need to do good in the world.
0: Amazing. Amazing, amazing story! Now, uh, winning the Canadian Motivational Spirit uh, Speaker Talent Search—wow, very cool! What was your topic? Ah, yeah, you know what? Highlight of my
1: life—I must say it was probably the best day of my life because I'd never won anything. You know, as I had mentioned, you know, I played second in on stage on fitness modeling. You know, third. Uh, I even did a seventh. I did a tenth in bigger categories. Um, you know, I've entered a lot of competitions. Never won anything. When they announced my name from the three-minute speech, because it's kind of like American Idol, it's, uh, it, it, instead of singing, it's speaking, they have audience voting. And my topic was the power of choice. Power of choice. And it was based a little bit on my story there. Uh, however, it's a combination of speaking, the content that I had in addition to the context of your delivery. And I'm a very passionate, uh, fired-up person. I'm a dynamo so you know I had the combination of of the context of delivery which also had a little bit of conditioning that came from the fitness modeling world from being on stage being an MC for years in combination with the content and my story I was in the right place at the right moment at the right time surrounded by the right people and the universe granted me the best gift ever 60% of the votes uh, and the other 19 speakers split the other 40% so it was the biggest aha moment opportunity of my life, uh, and said, "Hey, you're, you know, here's here's your here's your gift, here's your purpose, here's your voice, time to go out and use it." And it took me since wow 2010, now four years before I've actually stepped into the role full tilt. So uh, just had to clean up the rest of my my businesses and move out of uh, one space and into another. Because when the glass is full, you know it overflows. So I needed to empty half that glass out in order to move forward
0: to what I'm doing now. Wow! Wow! Quite a, a, a an enormous win, like a overwhelming win, that's not even overwhelming loss. Like like
1: uh, enlightenment, like pure enlightenment.
0: Amazing! Amazing! Now, one thing I really admire about you is uh, all the philanthropy and charity work you do. Uh, tell uh, tell our audience a little bit about that because that uh, defines a lot, a lot of who you are.
1: I absolutely love it. It's my fuel. It's my fire. It's my spark. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the best part is when you're in the field and you have a direct impact on a young person, and they're looking at you with tears in their eyes and thanking you for being here in this moment with them. Uh, priceless, absolutely priceless. Um, I, I've, I've been involved in the charity sector since 2006 when Joy Zone started. And uh, long story short, there was an organization uh, that had a group of kids, uh, a mentorship program for uh, in Oakville, actually. Kerr Village, a lot of people don't know about Kerr Village in Oakville. It's a, it's a very low-income community. Uh, yes, there is a low-income community in Oakville. And yes, they are the people that work in Tim Hortons, pouring these snobs coffee that want to push them under the rug and you know give them a one-way ticket out of town. Well, they're forgotten. And I took a love for going in and getting to know them and, and mentor them and guide them and volunteer and deliver cribs to moms that can't even afford them. To, you know support their babies, do food drives, do uh, garage sales to raise money, uh, walk thons have the, the kids you know standing in grocery stores collecting donations, etc. Um, so I started my roots in giving back you know as a way to, to you know pretty much heal myself um, to begin with and then I just fell in love with, with what was going on. However, I did see a lot of corruption, I saw a lot of greed, I saw a lot of mismanagement of funds. I saw a lot of uh, this political crap and in a sector that I thought would never have something like this. I was naive to it. I went in, I, um, the final straw for me was when uh, the group of kids were building an after-school program and we're building a theater, we're turning a theater into a basketball court and I have something called the gift of ask. Now when I do sales, in you know the regular sales world, I have anywhere between a 70 to 80% close ratio, which is generally pretty high for the industries that I was in, because the average is 30 to 40%. So I doubled that. However, when it comes to charity and philanthropy and really good heart-centric, authentic, genuine causes, I have a 100% closing ratio. So one of the things I uh, bought for the school uh, that was being turned into this after-school program, this theater, sorry. Uh, was a concrete floor. So I got $25,000 worth of concrete to level out the theater because if you know anything about a theater, it's slanted. It's we had to take out all the chairs and fill the theater so the kids don't hurt themselves. And the entire thing was mismanaged and made me look like a fool to the gentleman uh, from a fairly large construction company, one of the largest in the world um i was actually personal trainer to the gentleman's wife um you know made me look pretty bad they obviously understood what had happened and it wasn't me however uh it opened up my eyes so then shortly thereafter the the group of kids that were being led by a lady who had just had enough from the executive director that was running the program at the time we'll leave the names out um Came to me and said, "Hey, we we want a new home for these 14 kids." And I was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And they're like, "Well, you're in the field. Can you help us? Can we put them under Joy Zone uh, instead of this other organization?" And I'm like, "Well, Joy Zone is a for-profit company, it's a corporation." And they're like, "Well, what you stand for, you know, is perfect fit." So they became the Joy Zone Youth in Action. Uh, Joy Zone Youth in Action. And then basically, after about six months, we decided we needed to get a board. We want to turn into a proper charity. And then I got a call from the director. Her name was Madeline. She's like, James, she's like, you're not going to like this news. And I'm like, what's that? The board that you've selected with me have voted you and the company out to be the uh, governing body of this particular group of kids uh, because it looks like the perception. The perception is reality, you know, and perception is reality. Uh, The perception is that you're looking to earn money through this uh, when it should be a charity. And uh, the board thought it was the wrong message. And I was like, okay, then just put me back in the front lines with the kids. So that's what I did for six months. I went back into the front lines and I just do this. I don't talk about it. You know, I'm I'm sharing it with you right now because you're asking. Um, What happened was about a year in, uh, we filled up the board. There were 12 people. And then I got another call. And they said, you're going to really like this news. You've been elected as the chair of the board because they saw where your heart really was. And that was the beginning of my love for philanthropy. And ever since, uh, I've done many, many, many projects, too many to talk about right now. Uh, However, my latest and uh, greatest and, you know, some of my life's best work is happening right here, right now. We're actually opening up a ranch for at-risk kids. Uh, with uh, the Six Nations land up between Hamilton and Cambridge. So we're just putting together the proposal for the funding. I'm actually going to a meeting right after this for the fundraising uh, tool that we're actually presenting to Rotary Clubs, Rotary International, uh, based on a book that just became an Amazon bestseller, my first uh, Amazon bestseller, Dynamo Diaries. So they want to do something called Rotarian Rituals. Very similar, however, it would be a fundraising tool to generate uh, income and awareness for the ranch for at-risk kids, which is close and near to
0: my heart. Oh, amazing, amazing. Uh, another initiative or project that you have coming up, which is very cool, is digigiver.com, D-I-G-I-G-I-V-E-R.com. Uh, Explain this project. What is the vision for it? Uh, it's a very cool project, and uh, my uh, audience members will love to hear about it.
1: I uh, I'm very proud of this particular
0: project. Um,
1: it was actually created about four or five years ago, and we had together a team of six people uh, to get involved. We had people from the financial sector. We, we we basically covered you know a good 20 hats with six people. Uh, very very talented uh men they were all men at the time um by default and they they basically we got together and it was just a little bit bleeding edge you know it wasn't leading edge. bleeding edge meaning it's it's almost too far out there too far out there to, to grasp turn into reality leading edge is something that can exist in the, in the real world um at the time it was a little bit bleeding edge however the premise behind it is to be the facebook of giving the facebook of giving Uh, DigiGiver, it stands for digital giving, right, digital giving. And anything digital can be copied at no charge. Uh, It's very green, uh, no animals were hurt, no trees were knocked down, and there's zero carbon footprint. Um, It's a very responsible project to basically generate uh, a page for the DigiGiver. So just like a Facebook user would have their own page, their personal page, a DigiGiver would have the same, and they're allowed to pick one to three charities of their choice. They can pick one charity and donate 60% of money raised, or they can pick three charities and divide it into 20, 20, and 20. So let's say, Tom, could I ask you kindly, what would be your three favorite charities?
0: Uh, World Vision, Mercy Ships, and the Arthritis Society. Okay, so World Vision, Mercy Ships, and the Arthritis Society. Each
1: would get... 2020 and 20. Let's say I love your campaign. I absolutely love Tom's page and what you're doing. You know, in digital, you can create art, you can write, you can draw pictures, you can do graphic design, you can create music, you can do poems, all of which is digital. And you can give a gift to me to complete the giving receiving cycle when I give a $100 donation to you. Now, that $100 gets divided up amongst your three charities, 2020 and 20. 20% 20% goes to sustaining the network. It's actually a for-profit vehicle that gives back 80% of its money. The remaining 20%, do you know where it goes? Where is that? Your pocket. It's answering one question. What's in it for me that every single human being on earth has? And it's the reason why most charities are not sustainable Uh, So I was attempting to come up, having had experience in 2006 in the charitable sector, brainstorming, heartstorming, what can do more good on this planet with the current existing charities. There's 10,000 charities in Canada alone. Uh, I can just imagine the U.S. and the world, instead of recreating the wheel, why not create a tool or a hub that supports the existing charities where they can go and they can raise awareness. So each of the charities, the 10,000 charities, would have a page. Um, it would be a complimentary page. We would give it to them to raise awareness. A lot of these young people that don't know anything about charity because they're so overstimulated in this chaotic world of you know uh, computers and Internet and you know, introversion, they basically can get educated now because they're already online, even if they only have one charity that they love, or they can create a good cause and raise the money. So they're going out now, and we're showing them to live well. So the first part is living well, the second part is doing good, We covered the doing good. The living well now, we have a system, a five F word system, food, fitness, family, finances, and fun. Food, fitness, family, finances, and fun. Having a balance of all five Fs is going to allow you to be stronger, to be more confident, to give back to the world on a scale that you were not be able to give back before. Example, you know, when the plane is going down and the flight attendant says, hey, you know, you put the oxygen mask on, you know, do you put the oxygen mask on you or do you put the oxygen mask on your child first when the plane is going down? What do you think, Tom? Uh, you put it on yourself
0: first. You're oh, no good exactly. to your daughter if you can't help her yourself.
1: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's exactly right. And that's the, that's the focus of my organization is supporting the individual to get selfish in health. Get selfish in health and taking care of yourself first so you're better and stronger when those inevitable storms are coming. You know, we, we can't predict the storms and what's going to happen in life or the tests that the universe has for us. However, we can't take care of our temple. Our body is our home. Our body is our home. You know, once uh, people become less materialistic and, you know, involved in consumerism and more, 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 and they realize that their home is their body, you know, heaven forbid something tragic happens, uh, then you're strong, you're ready for action and you have the likelihood of sustaining any of the uh, things that come up unexpectedly in your life. Therefore, the extra bandwidth, money, energy, whatever, you can give back to. So let's say you're rolling around in a in a Tesla, a $100,000 Tesla electric car and people look at you and they're like, oh, you know, what an a-hole because he's rich or whatever. But then, you know, the buddy goes to him and says, hey, guess what? How many uh, how many Teslas did you give back last year? That person gave back three Teslas in order to have their Tesla. So giver basically is a model that allows you to live well and live to the best life you want to have as long as you're giving three times more back to the world.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, that's an amazing initiative. Very, very powerful. Uh, now – I- I've heard you speak about a hero of yours that has been one of your greatest mentors. Uh, Who's that person and uh, what did you learn that you have carried forth in your current life from them?
1: That hero is
0: my mother. Wow. Uh,
1: Yeah, that hero is my mother. And um, she's passed away now three years ago uh, on Mother's Day. And she was a saint. Uh, It's the best word I can give. Her Um, growing up in a good, you know, Canadian nuclear family, uh, had a great life, everything I ever needed came from a Central European background, which was very, you know, strict, Uh, hence my reason for rebelling when I became a teenager. However, my mother was a philanthropist, Uh, she was heavily involved in giving back to the community houses for bad women and children. So I was, Mm -hmm. you know, tagging along with her, seeing this, not really understanding or knowing why we're doing this. However, you know, I happened to be able to absorb everything through osmosis and my mother's actions. She owned a big modeling agency and modeling school. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Karen Baldwin, 1982. She went from Miss London to Miss Canada to Miss Universe. So My mom actually had a Miss Universe under her belt as one of her models. A very, very respected woman. When she retired at 65, there was a 500-person dinner fashion show. And I've never seen or witnessed a longer-standing ovation ever. Wow. And, you know, it was so inspiring just to say and see, you know, that, to be privileged to, to experience that with my mom and her, and her height of her, of her you know, career and what she's done for other people. She kept uh, Grand Theatre London open. She was a big uh, donor to the Cancer Society and took very, very little for herself. But she took enough to live a good life and to support us well. However, she gave the majority of it back. So it was kind of the inspiration for me for DigiGiver to really take it to another scale because the Internet didn't exist then. Look at the internet now we got 7 billion people on the planet 1 billion of them are online let's say even 10% of those people give you $1 for a cause $1 mm.
0: what can be
1: done with that <laughs> money? exactly right so imagine you inspire more than 10% and you get $1 from everybody on the internet you're going to chop away at world hunger
0: hmm. big time big time the Very powerful. Uh, Now, uh, you have a special announcement for our listeners today. And uh, I, for one, am excited to hear about it. Hopefully, I'll get in on it myself. Can you tell us what that is?
1: Yeah, well, uh, the special announcement, I kind of like snuck it in there a little bit earlier, was that I became an Amazon bestseller. Um, We have our new company that just launched called Dynamo Publishing. Uh, It's one of the dynamoentrepreneur.com um, pillars, we actually have ten pillars in, in the brand. You know what we've done now. I, I'm a, I've I've been a jack, you know, jack of all trades for for the most of my life. And really, we we all know that you know you don't really get stuff done unless you become the master. So uh, this particular project, I've taken a different uh, focus on it. Instead of being the business and uh, being so heavily involved that if something happened to me, got hit by a truck or whatever, heaven forbid you know, the company would crumble. I've designed this company to sustain itself uh, without me as an entrepreneur versus an artist. You know, you got entrepreneurs and you got artists, you know, an entrepreneur is somebody that can easily have an exit strategy, build a company to sell it, like you got, like you your Richard Branson. He's an entrepreneur. He builds companies and, and he's not attached to it. He can sell it.
0: Um,
1: then you have, you know, your artists, people that are so heavily involved and ingrained in their business. It's, It's going to go on forever. They're so passionate about it and fired up. And there's neither are right nor wrong. Uh, However, you know this particular project, I'm not attached to it like I was Fitness Star. So therefore, if the right opportunity presented itself, I'm not attached to it. I would move on. I would grow into something else at the time that is needed. So what I've done is I've positioned myself at the top of the brand with 10 pillars right now. We've got the Dynamo Tribe, university, agency, an expo series, podcast, which is very similar to what we're doing right here. Creatives, which is a graphic design company for anything and everything you need from your business card right up through to your website. A book publishing company, a marketplace where you can sell digital products. A rewards program very similar to the student price card or air miles and then i've just launched my own tv show called the dynamo show
0: wow the dynamo show very cool dynamo show
1: yeah interviewing visionaries thought leaders you know very similar to what you're doing here and i commend you for it to to give these leaders a voice
0: wow amazing uh now obviously someone with such a active mind and uh, such a successful entrepreneur as yourself, you probably have some projects uh, coming up or that you would like to work on and uh, share with our audience uh, some of those things that you'd like to work on and that uh, are coming up in the future for you. Yeah, of course. Um, I shared 10 of the pillars
1: uh, under the Dynamo brand. There's actually 12. And um, if you go to dynamoentrepreneur.com, you'll see when you scroll down, The entire company and all of the divisions are governed by the natural laws of the universe. Some say there's seven. We follow the 12. Law of divine oneness, law of vibration, law of action, law of correspondence, law of cause and effect, the law of compensation, law of attraction, which we all know, you know, the secret the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, the law of relativity, the law of polarity, the law of rhythm, and the law of gender. So each and every one of the 12 divisions are governed by each and every one of these 12 laws in order to come up with the best practices. Now, the last two divisions that I haven't mentioned yet, which I'm very excited about, is the number 11 division is called Dynamo Fun.
0: And there's only one
1: rule, one very simple rule. No business. Mm-hmm. Zero, zero business. It's about a community getting together of leaders. As leaders, we're at the top of the totem pole. You know, there's always number two that wants to take you off your totem pole. There's there's haters. There's naysayers. There's those people that are trying to drag you down. Leaders generally, you know, CEOs, entrepreneurs, et cetera. It's one of the loneliest positions in any organization or, uh, you know, Basically, what happens is when these leaders get together, we have a safe place for them, a safe haven where they can communicate with one another, utilize each other as sounding boards in a business sense. However, let's take it to another level where these leaders can actually get together and have fun. So we'll be planning trips and go skydiving. We actually got a skydiving trip planned for next year. Uh, Really, really unique things just to feel alive again as part of the 5 F word system, the food, fitness, family, finances, and fun. It's one of the pillars that are basically lacking the most with people that are workaholics. And many entrepreneurs are. I'm sure you know that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we forget to really step away from the computer and turn our brains off and really get into our heart and getting connected with people again. So the number 12 is uh, the most exciting project to date. Uh, The entire Dynamo Entrepreneur brand was inspired by one company, and that company is Me to We. Me to We, uh, uh, they're closely related to free children, and they do We Day. We Day, have you heard of Wee Day, Tom? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So We Day is the inspiration behind uh, my efforts, uh, Mark and Craig Kielberger, uh, visionaries and philanthropists, thought leaders, leaders. Um, doing it right, doing it well. They've uh, filled the Sky Dome now numerous times amongst other stadiums around the world with kids advocating for children's rights. Children's rights around the world. And basically, they fill the Sky Dome with however many kids. I don't know the number of seats there. 75, 80,000 kids from GTA and beyond. And it's very interesting. The only way you can actually get in is by doing a good deed. You can't just go and buy a ticket. You have to do something cool. Uh, so it's quite a unique concept. So what we've come up with is uh, Dynamo YES, YES Way. So YES stands for Youth Empowering Sustainability. So when we get these young people into an environment where it's cool to sustain the planet, you know, to sustain the city, to sustain their backyard, to sustain their connection to each other, you know we we basically proactively work with young people that you know are molding into responsible adults, and that's the concept that we're heading towards My daughter's actively involved with it I have a twenty one year old daughter uh, who's just graduated from uh University of Western Ontario for psychology who's coming on board and helping me being my voice in connection to the kids you know now that I'm a forty three young man um I'm not as connected to the youth as she is. So she's my eyes and ears and, and heart in that space amongst uh, some of her friends. So uh, very, very exciting uh, to be able to to have the influence and have the connections and have the people around me that can make a difference to put something like this into action.
0: Amazing, amazing. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time with me today, James. Uh, everybody, please, 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 Visit dynamoentrepreneur.com. You need to connect with someone like James if you want to make a positive impact on the world, leave a legacy, become the best you can be, and help other people become the best they can be. So dynamoentrepreneur.com, please, 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 please check that out. And his other website, James is also tons of valuable information for healthy active living you have your joy's tip uh, newsletter and so uh, dynamo entrepreneur or james erdt dot com. thanks so much uh, james for your time today uh Very you're, doing some, you're doing some amazing things and it was a lot was of fun good. to help you promote it i'm
1: having a blast on a final tip plurk play work put them together love what you do follow your
0: heart amen thanks so much james have an amazing day Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at TomTooTall.com for details.